Hello friends. Welcome to this Thinker Views podcast where we share our reviews on books with you. 2020 was a year of lot of shocks as the pandemic changed the way we live and interact with the world. A lot of highly anticipated and eagerly awaited books did not make it to the readers in the hard copy format. and readers turned to other platforms and discovered some new authors they liked in the digital world but by christmas of 2020 new books were coming out to the market and one of the biggest surprises of this lot was british tv personality richard osman's debut book the thursday murder club which became a runaway bestseller For the lovers of murder mysteries, it is a very attractive story set in a retirement village, and we couldn't wait to read this. So here are my thoughts on the book on behalf of Team Thinker Views. If you look at the book in a bookshelf or in a bookstore, it wouldn't be the first to catch your attention with its minimalistic and simple cover page. It is the story that's more attractive than the packaging here. So let me share the storyline with you. We meet Elizabeth as Joyce lets us into their world through her diary entry. In the high-end retirement village called Cooper's Chase, live a bunch of people who have led eventful lives, seen success and failures. and now in their 70s and 80s are brought together to enjoy the freedom of old age and new possibilities the place is bustling with activities and clubs that try to make this existence as eventful as possible in absence of the hustle and bustle of jobs and kids there are all the usual ones knitting reading crochet various forms of aerobics and then there is the thursday murder club elizabeth an ex spy is the center of this club her best friend penny an ex police woman was the real reason for the club to have started penny had files of unsolved cases she brought them to the team of elizabeth ibrahim and ron and together they solved this cold cases every thursday while enjoying healthy debates amongst friends but now penny is hospitalized and joyce slowly takes her place in the club the owner of cooper's chase ian wentham is planning to expand the facilities his first target is the cemetery and woods behind the current retirement village and eventually he wants to buy the land at the top of the hills and make it a three-tiered retirement community he has always been unscrupulous and doesn't care about protests from either the residents of the retirement village or the wider community around them as the first formal consultation takes place for this project Ian Wentham has disagreement with his long-term building partner Tony Curran and so fires him from the job. Within a few hours of this, Tony Curran is murdered in his own home. While police is investigating this murder and we are meeting a horde of new cast of characters, the day of demolishing the cemetery arrives. 
There is a fair amount of friction and protestations on site and in all this hullabaloo, Ian Bentham is murdered too. There are plenty of suspects for the Thursday Murder Club to look deep into. From Ron's son Jason to grieving resident Bernard, from a priest who is actually a doctor to a long-lost Turkish thug. The threads are so knotted that with each uncovered mystery, there is another one forming up. When every day is bringing you closer to death, is there such a thing as happy endings? Answer to this is in the book. Now, on to the views and reviews about this book. When a book gains such popularity, it gets dissected to no end. But the beauty of it is that each book brings something different to each reader. I think the readers fell in love with this book because it brings together the quintessential Britishness of these characters to a modern way of life. It is all here, the way they think, express themselves, make old world comments as they see the new world with old eyes, the snobbery of the well-to-dos in the establishments they shop at, the way they treat working class people, especially migrants and mixed ancestries, the way the greed and enterprising nature of some lead to success while for others it only leads to more work, is what makes this story so richly cultural. It wouldn't have been so many years ago that people would have preferred to live with their own families in their old age be cared for by their children as they had cared for them. But as we live with more and more broken families, kids growing with one parent or another, and a set of step-parents and half-siblings, more and more people end up alone in their old age. And this book shows how a retirement village can become another opportunity at life. To make new friends, to develop new interests, to experience new things, if you are open to it, and of course, if you don't need to worry about money. Everyone here knows that their days are numbered. With age, the fear of failure and inhibitions can also be gone. What have you got to worry about if you are 80 and on pills already? Saying that, the past doesn't always disappear. You also don't get to be 80 without having made mistakes in life, and some of them will weigh on your conscience until the last day of your life. Life isn't kind or fair to all of us either, and sometimes we stumble to old age while still grieving for losses suffered early in our lives and never having recovered from it. Sometimes your mistakes are born of love for protecting family resulting from fear of losing the life you have built and you carry the guilt with you to the end of your days. You question your loneliness, your relationship with your estranged partners and children and wonder about what ifs and wish that things were different. But in spite of all this turmoil within, you could find a routine and spend day after day trying to solve external problems, like a murder or two, while enjoying yourself. When there is a purpose to your day, it is good to be your old self again, isn't it? 
And that's why this is a joyful book, in spite of all the pain the characters go through. They are spunky, tough, vibrant and go-getters. It is so easy to fall in love with all of them, whether you like their choices or not. The author has also done a great job of weaving so many mysterious threads together that he keeps you guessing until the end about some of the characters as suspects. Everyone gets in the murderer slot and like a merry-go-round keeps going around while the suspect slot is filled with a new face. The police officers are also an interesting duo and so real lifelike. I also enjoyed the narrative which is light and sparkly, delivering a serious tale and message without heavy preaching notes about it. So in summary, an absolutely delightful murder mystery to get stuck into if you have a few hours on a rainy weekend. Have you read this book? Um, please do share your thoughts on this book or other murder mysteries that you would like to review at this platform. And uh, until we meet you next time, thank you for listening.